and welcome back to the Sleeping Grush podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm still John. Are we still looking for We're waiting intro? for the intro. We'll talk about the outro later, but we're waiting uh, for the intro. Uh, okay, well. We'll explain that later. We'll explain that later. Folks, welcome to episode 10. Wow. You've put up with us for 10 episodes, so um, that's celebrating you because, you know, we're just enjoying ourselves here. And thank you for listening in and uh, keeping the encouragement up and questions and all of those things that are going to make this possible. And we encourage you to, to keep doing that. Uh, we are brought to you by Cardboard, Cardboard Corner Cafe, as normal, here in the heart of Overland Park and soon to be Lenexa. Right, two locations. Two locations. So if you're in Kansas City and would like a place to stop and game, they are fantastic. All right. So we've been off for a couple of weeks of winter weather. It's been rather snowy, not just here, but all over the U.S. or freezing cold or a combination of both. Less than freezing cold. Yeah. So we've um, we've been off, but we are back now for episode 10. And we're going to lead with a really cool event we've got coming up this coming weekend in Las Vegas. The Las Vegas Open. That's right. Yeah. So um, and we went you several years ago. I remember. Uh, we put some demos on. And, you know, sometimes we, we do these things and it doesn't stick. You know, we go someplace and you get a little bit of interest, but um, it doesn't take off. You know, and, you know, people are, are not to be um, bad-mouthed over their poor gaming life choices. <laughs> uh, you know, there's a, lot, there's a lot of games out there and they're all good. You know, you can't follow anybody for that. Ish. Uh, ish, right? <laughs> Adjacent. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, we have an opportunity because the Las Vegas Open, uh, for those who might not know, is a um, – Primarily Games Workshop event. That's where its history is. Uh, when we were there last, 440K tables. That's a lot of 40K yeah, tables. Yeah, we're just a little bit nibbling on the elephant here. But we're one by the time. You know what? They time. are looking in their rear view and saying. They are. It's DGS screaming up in a VW <laughs> bug. But anyway, so uh, so it's a big event. And and they are trying to broaden uh, into other uh, mantras games, right? And making uh, that, that same transition as Adepticon. Adepticon's fully there. Right. You know, right. Uh, well, LVO, not so much. No, but not so much. But they're working on it, right? So we're going to help. We're going to help them. So the trick is um, something outside the, uh, this is, you know, just business, business. Sure. Uh, something outside the eight-hour driving circle, eight to ten-hour driving circle, um, you'd have to ship your booth right. uh, product um, or, um, you know, a couple-day you know, uh, driving time. Um, but if you have a retail partner, then you can put on all the games and demos you want, and you can send uh, interested players to a place where they can buy uh, the models that, uh, and the other accessories that we, you know, we need to play free plays and Bright Sword and all the other games and counters. So um, we have that partner, uh, Griffin's Lair. Um, and Griffin's Lair is going to be selling up, already sells our product, already a very active community out in Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they are a vendor at LVO. And Steve and the crew are helping us by being our, you know, retail space without us having to run a booth. Which is so helpful. Yeah. So Julie and I are going out doing our classic thing. She's going to run the uh, booth demo at the Griffin's Lair booth. And I'm going to have a space in the uh, vendor marketplace, it's called. Yeah. The vendor marketplace. Yep. So that's upscale. Awesome. It is upscale. Gentrified. Uh, and we'll be, uh, I'll be given full game demos. Awesome. And obviously, because of time, she generally is way busier well, sure. you know, than I am. Sure. She'll, she'll crank them out. People come out 15 minutes, get their demo. And some of those folks get interested enough, go, oh, I'd like to try this, and I'd like a full game. Or someone has more time 
sees us at the booth or walks by the table where I'm uh, putting games on and, and joins us. Right. And so they'll get a, a game of free blades. So we don't have an established playership there. So um, it's just demos. We don't have event games or participation games. Uh, of course, that we want that to change. Absolutely. And the best would be if one of these fine people we meet this weekend become a quester. That is what happened. Situation. Uh, for example, at Misos, what happened at Griffin's Lair originally. Right. What happened at some of these places. Um, an active uh, player takes on being one of our ambassadors, and the community grows that way. Because um, we cannot just keep returning to the same place. We don't, there aren't as many of us as right. that would take. Right. So um, we're really looking to right, meet the right uh, the right crew, you know, sure. to to uh, ignite a interest in the game that stays after we go. And it would be so. great to have a community planted there, Las Vegas, or just in that part of the world, just to help take yeah. care of anybody else out there who wants to play the game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, awesome. Well, good luck this weekend. That's going to be an incredible event, sir. Uh, a lot of folks don't hate going to Vegas, so uh, right. <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not a gambler, but I do appreciate America's playground. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about another big event that we have coming up, the big one for the first quarter, Adepticon. Adepticon. Yeah. So Adepticon is going to be, well, let's just talk about the fact that it's going to be the biggest event that we've put on as a company so far, I think. Yes. In terms of numbers of events. Numbers of events. Numbers of seats. Right. Yeah, right. So yeah, it will be. Let's just talk a little bit about how, how we started out at Adepticon and oh. kind of where we've come from. Oh, my gosh. You know, there's a there's photographs still. And, you know, we want to, when we get to, you know, you and I have committed to getting into World Anvil and, and making it better, mm -hmm. right? And there's a place in there for the history of DGS. There the is. The history of Phalon, the history of the company. Yeah, I've got, I've been gathering, you know, ancient texts <laughs> <laughs> for that uh, for that effort and, and imagery of the past. And um, when we first started, we were, we were already going to Adepticon as gamers, right. you know, and uh, the leadership of Adepticon. Uh, and uh, our game group are all friends, you know, uh, back and forth in that network of people. So um, we were going out to play other games. And then when we formed DGS, it was obviously going to be a convention that we were interested in being in. Sure. But back in the day, back in the, let's see, we're in the Renaissance Schomburg. Now, we were in the Westin. And um, there wasn't a lot of space in the vendor hall. So Hank gave us a table out in the hallway. Uh, and we didn't get charged for it, which, of course, eventually had to change. Well, sure. <laughs> but, but we took it as long as it was offered. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, and what was cool about that is the hall never closed. Uh, so the hallway never closed. The vendor hall would close at 6 or every time it closes. Then we'd be the only game in town, the only place to buy miniatures, especially as uh, alcohol is imbibed, the judgment drops, right? You know? Um, One of the great things about inhibitions, not judgment, inhibitions about what to do with your cash, right? <laughs> uh, including one famous night where... The vendor hall closed, but the adjacent hall in adjacent ballroom mm -hmm. to the hall that we were in was a wedding. Oh, wow. Yeah. And we had um, uh, people like going uh, across the hall to the ladies and men's room from the reception, music, you know, dancing, you know, like right. you could picture it, right? Yeah. Hotel, nice hotel ballroom wedding, people going back, all very happy. Whether whether induced or otherwise, only slightly enabled. whether enabled or otherwise. <laughs> so 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 these people come out. Oh, what do you guys do? Oh, what's this? And they're all nicely dressed. You know, they're all their bridesmaids or groomsmen. You know, whatever. And we didn't get. Hey, well, miniatures obviously a game convention going on. You know, um, and eventually the bridesmaids and, and groomswomen brought the bride and groom out, 
and we gave them a Trez right in an Eclipse model. That's awesome. Um, of their choice to kind of as a wedding, as a wedding, <laughs> wedding present. Gift, yeah. I have no idea what that hell is. <laughs> <laughs> so the bottom is some camper, right somewhere. <laughs> God bless them. Uh, I hope they're doing well and still married. But um, but it was a tiny little operation. It was a it was a half size booth. It was just one uh, grid rack of product. And now you look at the booth at Adepticon and uh, the number of events. It's night and day. Yeah, it's night and day. Yeah. Um. So, oh, and we have great things planned. We're going to talk about those, right? We are. We're going to talk okay. about all the things we have planned. Let's talk first about one of the coolest things that's going to happen there, and that is the release of a new faction. Yes. So, we're going to name it today. We're, we're going to name we're not it. Gonna, we're not going to talk much about it. That's, it's a, it's a, a big tease. Out. It's a little tease. The Azura. Okay, the Azura is the name of the new faction. Is the name of the new faction. We're not talking about it. We'll neither confirm nor deny that, that they're non-human. We won't confirm or deny that. We will not okay. confirm. We're not doing that, that right? You know, yeah. You know. uh, we will say that uh, that the whole faction, the faction starter set, was sponsored by one of our players. Oh, Brandon. Yeah, yeah Brandon. Brandon yeah. He sponsored this. It's been a couple of years ago that we started this process. And this is where it's leading. This well, is it's, it, now, for those who don't know, my people might not know about the sponsorship program. Right. The, now which is now suspended. Yes. Right? But uh, for a long time, we had a program where you could um, pay for a model, mm -hmm. basically, buy your way into the production schedule, have a huge amount of say over the art, the sculpture, the rules, right. whatever. Right. Um, it got too popular. <laughs> I mean, it's a great idea. It you is. Know, the, the per, we, get some, we get some money to, uh, to make more models than we had planned. Right. And the player gets to influence and, and they get to influence Spalon already to a great degree. Sure. But to have your own model, I mean, look at the twins, right? Look at uh, Keldan and Irvlor. Keldan and Irvlor. Keldan the Goldless. Don't get me started on that. He's a, you know, he's a, Kevin's a great guy, and Keldan's a great model, and he's a great leader for my free band. We're just not, you know, getting the merchant talent often enough. Um, but those, that's, you know, they're, they're there, they're in the world, right? right. And in a couple of cases, um, Justin Kirkpatrick sponsored an entire starter box in Michelle, right? Uh, the original starter box. Uh, the great uh, Michigan brownie sale and car wash <laughs> sponsored the Coronas. That's right. Now we did them a lot earlier than we had originally planned we did. because of that. Yeah. And now Brandon with the Azura the that Azura. we will neither confirm or deny or not human. That's right. Right. Uh, we thank him greatly for that. And he's had, he's had a lot. I think he's had a lot of fun. It, he right? really does seem it. He's very excited. Right. Uh, I know he had contacted me a couple of days ago and was like, hey, I'm going to talk about him in my podcast. When can I do that? And I said, well, we'll give you a, we'll give you a heads up about when you can do it. Right. Um, Brandon, this is your heads up. We're going to go ahead and uh, this will name them. And this is so weird because we're not talking about today. That's right. Right. We're talking, talking about, about people actually hear this right. <laughs> a week ish from now, right? You know, right. it's always funny that you're in that sort of mode. We're talking about, well, we're not going to talk about it yet. But, you know, of course, when they hear our voice, that announcement will be somewhat simultaneous. That's right. So that's cool. You know, yeah, that is really cool. So we're going to have this, we're going to have a, a release of brand new faction, faction yep. which is really cool and very different from other things that we've done. And we're really looking forward to that. And I know Brandon's very excited about that. Yep. Um, we're also going to have the biggest tournament of the year. Yes. Tell me about the North American Championship Tournament. So, um, it has it has risen to uh, twenty four players in the past, 
So we secured 32 seats this year. Right now we have 28 of the 32 tickets are sold. That's pretty impressive. Pretty We're only two weeks past the the opening of the event, right? Is it as many as two weeks? I'm maybe not even. Well, will be by the time they hear. It will be by the time. Yeah. See, you're better at that. Right? I, I'm like us today. You know. Yeah. So, Forward thinking. Yeah, he's all over it. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, it's two weeks ago. You know. <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, what we'd like to be true is when they hear us, it's no longer true. I would love right. That. Yeah, it's yes. all sold up. Um, and. Uh, we had, we had to, of course, we peaked at 24 right before COVID, and COVID took a bite out of that. Yeah. Um, we had to do the follow-on North American Championship uh, online. We did. Right. Then we had to move it to October a couple times, mm-hmm. um, and then last year back in action. It was last like, year, I think it rose to 24 again. I think we were at 24. Yeah. yeah. So we're already ahead of that. We are. We'd like to fill all 32 seats. And that's a big deal. Bigger, I think, than people understand from the perspective of, we're punching above our weight when we go to ask for this number of seats from the con. That I think that's a huge deal. I'd love to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, let me, let me just do that because um, we're not X-Wing or Armada or Bolt Action. You know, we're not the size of those companies. We're we're better. As well. <laughs> we will let you decide, dear listener. It's not for us to say. Um, but he's right. <laughs> so, so we have um, – we're not the size of those, but um, – we're in there securing the same amount of spaces, right? A number of these things, right? And uh, to be lesser known or lesser broadly played or whatever you want to call it, and to be asking for this kind of uh, resource from the cons, a big deal. And the fact that they're saying yes is a big deal. It is We're extremely uh, grateful to you know all the people we work with, the Shelley and, and Hank and Matt and everybody else, Dustin at the the crew at Adepticon. For taking care of us the way they do. They have you know? really, they've Always. they've allowed us the room to grow. Yep. And we've not disappointed in a year. We just keep getting bigger. We just keep getting bigger. Yep. Like you said, it's a it's a really big deal that we're putting out 28 rears in a chair yep. uh, with the potential to do even more. Yep. For the size of, you know, especially for the size that we are. Right. right. Um, it's called the North American Championship because several years ago, our Canadian friends, um, Canadian players, and this is because of where it is in Schaumburg, Illinois, you know, near a suburb of Chicago. Um, it's easier to get to than some of the other conventions in the state, right? So they were president said, "Hey, can we make this kind of a friendly competition? Well, a little bit of smack talk, and that resulted in two things: the great Irvin and Kevin challenge the American team. You know, <laughs> um, probably hasn't gone the way they wanted to." If Jeff and I intend I mean, to have it not go I'm the way sure it'll turn around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not. So, <laughs> but, but, um, and that's informal. And informally, uh, the top four players of each nation in the tournament, their scores compared and the winning nation, right? And if we have more nations join us, we'll make it a bigger deal. Would well, that be awesome? Could be the world championship. Absolutely. It could be. Um, uh, there's a cup. And the Isaris Cup, Isaris is uh, north-south in Falish, um, or north and south. Uh, this big, uh, glitzy, I don't want to say cheap, but... Uh, <laughs> if the shoe fits. <laughs> um, not, not resistant to punishment uh, <laughs> cup, <laughs> uh, because it's... Uh, you know, it's it's lighthearted, right? You know? So it's over the top. The thing is over the top. Um, I went I went on Amazon and found like, let's give me the goofiest, largest, 
you know, uh, plasticiest, goldiest <laughs> uh, trophy you could get me. And, um, and it's, it's shared. Uh, so the, the team that wins it, you know, that player. Um, and we've had to make modifications sometimes to, because of weather or COVID or whatever. Our Canadian uh, friends can't generate four players at the tournament. We'll make it about the top two. Right. We'll, we'll talk to them and we'll adjust. We, yeah, we always adjust. Right. right. And, la- and currently in the hands of an American, though. It is right. currently in the Roger Rexford, right? Yeah. Who played a Canadian for it. He did play a Canadian for it because the Canadians had it the year before. They did, right, because yeah. we had it up in uh, Michigan. In Michigan, yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're back at Adepticon, and um, so that's on the line and just a, a really good time. Now, one more thing about the tournament, right? Right. Uh, it's just straight 250 gold free bands. Yes. Right? Uh, four rounds with a cut to, to Sunday um, because of the number of players, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but what we'll be doing on Sunday is announcing the 2024 tournament season pack for the first time, which is really cool. Um, which is right, which is very cool. It's a it's a themed tournament structure that will be in place for our tournaments from the end of Adepticon this year until next year's Adepticon, right? Which really applies to um, Adepticon, Gen Con, and and uh, Mid-mid, right? The Michigan tournament. Uh, the other events, events Questers run, it's optional. They sure. can do whatever they want, which is always true. Yes, their events. Do whatever they want. So in this case, the um, uh, it's scenarios both custom-built for the tournament and scenarios from the rulebook that have been modified to fit the theme. We cannot confirm or deny the theme may match the nature of the Azura, which may or may not be non-human. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and so then we'll do that every year. So every year at the end of the North American Championship, we will announce next year's deal. And so it's not, there's no real frills to this year's tournament. 250 gold, scenarios on the book, you know, not, not anything really um, out of the ordinary. Uh, and then a packet you can have all year long and take with you to all these different events in terms of their structure. So, awesome. Yeah. So before we leave the, um, the Canadian-American rivalry. Let's talk about that informal game between the American team and the Canadian team that takes place every year. When is that? What is it? And uh, can people view it? Can people come and... Yeah, sure. Uh, so it's uh, it's a fr- it's just a friendly thing. The uh, Kevin and Irvin Armitage, uh, some years ago, I don't even remember how many years ago, challenged Aaron Newell and I uh, to a game. And we played it. And they had it, video- it set to be videoed. They had a video camera on the game. Uh, they were going to show it after basement collected, whatever. And uh, somehow, um, simultaneously, things started to go badly for them in that game, and the video cut out. I, you know, no, probably not to draw any connection. No, 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 no translation is correlation. So, <laughs> um, but it's been fun. And uh, uh, unfortunately, this year, Aaron uh, can't make it, but we still want to play the game. So, um, my teammate is going. Fortunately, my teammate is Jeff Wang, mm. and we're going to have a great time. Yeah, it's uh, going to be a lot of fun. We have a. I really like the plan that Jeff and I have for what we're going to play, and a lot of it is that. A lot of it's the. Uh, it's like, um, what was that? Uh, Battle of Sexes. Oh yeah, remember? But it was just hype. The, right. the actual match didn't matter. It was all the goofy stuff he did before. Right. right. He'd have a drink, talk about it. You know, oh, what are you going to play, and all sort of stuff, and then just a fun game. Yeah. You know, the game result doesn't matter. And right? that happens to the 
Thursday night. Thursday night. Okay, and people can come by and watch? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we root for their favorite? Right. Sure, absolutely. And, and, and smack talk just like the rest of y'all. That's what, yes. <laughs> There's a great deal of smack being there. <laughs> there. There is. Yeah. There is. All right. So in in addition to the tournament, which is kind of the, the culmination of the of the weekend there, as far as yeah. this are, yep. our main event. We'll also have demos going all weekend. Yes. Right. More seats than we've ever put out there. Right? Far more. And yeah. filling up fast. Yeah, so, true. Yeah. We want to encourage um, our listeners, if, if you haven't played Free Blades or maybe have only had one demo game and are looking to um, get a little more information about the game, learn the game a little bit more, sign up for one of those demos. Uh, we will be doing them. And your friends. And your friends. Please bring your friends. Yeah. In fact, it's much, I, I've got to say this, that having run demos at cons for almost six years now, they are so much more fun when you bring your buddies in and you guys talk crap through the whole demo and it becomes more than just a learning game. It's, it's a, it's a team yeah. building exercise. Yeah. It's a, you know, it's fun. And so, yes, bring your friends, uh, sign up for one of these demos. We're running them three times a day on Thursday and Friday. Obviously Saturday we're having the tournament, so there won't be any there, but then there'll be another one on Sunday morning. And, I think all of them have at least a couple of tickets left. Some of them are almost full. There will be four different tables running demos all of those times that I just mentioned. Right. So get yourself a demo. And sign up even if it's sold out. Absolutely. Yeah, let's talk about All that. the events, yeah. yeah. Because there is a wait list that they provide. And so how does that work? Well, you get, you get, on, the, um, you get on the wait list and you and first come, first serve, right? If somebody drops out, somebody changes their mind, Somebody redoes the registration, you move up the list. Right. And you're the first people to get the spot if they don't show at the con. Yeah. And that's true of both Depticon and Jetcon. Right. You know, so right. it's absolutely worth it to sign up. It is. It is. And now <clears throat> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw this out here. We usually will find space for somebody that wants we to We will make it work. Yes. Because yeah, we don't turn people away. We, we will find something creative to do. We we want you to have a demo. We yeah. want you to experience the game. Uh, because that's the gateway. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. So demos all weekend except for Saturday. Uh, a bunch of them. We will be having also um, a pickup demo at all times, where if you come in and you only have a few minutes, you know you can not at the booth out in our game space. Not in, yeah, yeah, out in our right. game space. We're yeah. gonna have a pickup, and then of course at the booth we have Julie, world famous Julie Price. Doing doing the the fifteen minute demo, yeah. which is it is voodoo. There's no doubt about Jeez. it. It's a science. Here's an interesting is another interesting historical fact. We were doing we were rebuilding the company together. We've told that story before. The two of us, you know, after the challenges we had, and then um, and one of the first places, one of the very early places was LVO. Mm. Right, two of us went out there. That just it didn't stick. But it's nobody's fault or anything. Right, right. But while she was there, the people we were working with. She gave a demo and I, uh, at the booth, and I gave was giving them out on the floor, and and the nice, very very nice person working with us at the game store that we were working with said, "Yeah, I, I think you could you could be doing this better, doing it differently, you know." And he's the one who taught her, "Hey, you don't want to give the whole game, you know. Right. It's too long. You're losing people's interest. You can see." And she knew it. Right. She can t tell the person standing there starting to look away, start to look at their phone. Right. You know, and so. Um, the uh, 
the script, the method she uses today was born out of those conversations. We're very grateful to them for absolutely the advice that she gave her, you know. So yeah, she'll she's cranking them out of the booth. She's she, uh, she's really, really good at it and has like an unbelievable amount of endurance. She will roll right into one. I can't do it. I can't I can't do what she does. <laughs> you know? And I love the game and I love the people that play it. It's not about that. Right. It's just a it's a thing. Be yeah. going as soon as There'll be like, like people waiting mm -hmm. while she's finishing one up, and she's like resetting the models on the demo table, and they're walking over to her, and she's starting right. And in she just game. goes right in. Yeah, yeah, she's amazing. She's awesome. Yeah. So we'll have those demos going too. So maybe you don't have the two hours to play a full game. You can absolutely stop by and get a fifteen-minute demo from Julie. Julie, or you can get one of the pickup games at the play. Don't be intimidated by two hours. We'll never make somebody sit there for a full game any longer Absolutely. than they want to. Absolutely. When you're done asking questions, you're done. Right. You know, we'll never say, hey, we really, you know. Right. Um, it could be as long as it that. could be. If you and we've had it because people got interested. Absolutely. When I met Kyle, right? Yeah. We sat there and talked a game for all kinds of time. Right. You know, and now he's a quester, right? So we'll do it as long or as short as you know, yeah, as you want. All right, so we have the demos going. We also have Encounters games going. We do. So tell us, tell us just a little bit about Encounters real quick. The game Encounters, because you're going to talk about Dreamy Grove. I'll talk about the Encounters game. Encounters, yeah. encounters the simple version is Encounters is the cooperative version of Freeblades. Instead of being a band of models mm -hmm. fighting or competing against another band of models, you are a member of a free band with your fellow players, and the game master is acting as a threat. Right. Okay? Descent. Pill Assault, you know, um, any one of these other uh, cooperative games, Gloomhaven, Frosthaven, those types. Right. Um, you are in that, that same setting in the world of Phalon. And generally speaking, you're bringing a hero to follow with these different formats. Sure. Um, and that set of rules is a modification, very simple modification of Freebytes rules available free online in this rule supplement section of the downloads on right. our website. Right. Right. Take away math. So, <laughs> so we found that encounters are really, really popular at cons. Cons, right. Um, we, we fill them up all the time. People have a great time. They bring a crowd of people in. They get to play together rather than against each right. other. Always good. Which people love. And there's a different storyline each year. We have an official DGS encounters game that we run throughout the year at cons. This year, it's called The Dreaming Grove. And the Dreaming Grove, I won't give too much away because I want you to come and play it. But uh, you have been um, given a warrant to head into this small village where people have lost all contact with them there. And you're supposed to figure out why. And we'll just let you guess from there. Hello. The Dreaming Grove. <laughs> so there's, there's villagers here. <laughs> we're going to run that twice a day on Thursday and Friday. Right. Yep. But there will also be a second table of encounters going on at that same time in that same slot. And they're going to switch back and forth depending on the time slot with two of our local players who are putting on encounters. One of them, Chris Smith, is putting on the assault on Kiss and Chazer Dad, which is an old ruined fort that you'll be assaulting as a Trazerite. Okay, so this isn't in the... It's, Talk to us about that. It's not. So what we did is we needed space. We needed the space. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm not 100% sure we should be talking about that. <laughs> We've been creative with our table requests. We, we have. Moving on. We knew <laughs> yeah. that we would have these, these tables. And so you're going to get to choose when you come in which table you want to right. get to. Okay. Right. It's the same slot as the Dream It's the Grove. same slot. It's the same slot. And the second one is put on by our good friend, Jacob Messenger. 
who is going to be um, playing the ruins of Shadowcrag. And Shadowcrag is one of the ruined Kazarik cities. Right. So there'll be those games going on concurrently mm-hmm. during that time slot. Two options. Players right. above. And you'll get to jump into those. All right. So well, we also have some of our good friends coming in from out of town that are putting on these games, too, that you can sign up for. So during the tournament, if you're not a tournament player, and some people aren't, right? Um, Casey O'Donovan is one of those people that just doesn't enjoy tournaments as much as they enjoy playing the game. So during the tournament, he is putting on the Hall of the Mountain King Part 2, right? Last year, he put on one. Yeah. And this year, he's putting on Part 2. And there's guys, there's one ticket left for that. As of, as of, as of right now, there is one ticket left for that. It's a great game. Everybody that played it last year came out just raving about yeah. it. Casey is a fantastic. And I remember. Game I remember working the other end of the table from where he was putting games on. Just how much fun you could tell people. Yeah, people that. were having a great time down there. It was really obvious. He's a very experienced game master. Yes, um, he's a lot of fun. And just a good dude. Yeah. And again, great dude. And uh, he's going to be putting on that game. So if you um, if you don't have all day on Saturday to put to put into the tournament, but you want to get some free blades action in, boom! Hall of the Mountain King Part oh, Two is available for you. Part Two, Part Two. Uh, the twins. We were just talking about um, Kevin. Have we ever heard them not like that term? I don't know, because we use it to talk about them collectively. Fantastic. <laughs> 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 yeah, I've, I've been sitting here like a spider waiting to drop that. Yeah, so I assume I assume our good friends Kevin and Irv yes are okay with us collectively bagging them up as the twins. twins. Okay, and if, if they don't, don't tell us. No, you let us know. We'll stop doing it. Um, okay, we love you guys. And last year they put on they they built this incredibly gorgeous they, table. They I will, really know what they're doing with terrain. I will I will venture to say this, and I I'm pretty confident in it. It was the best terrain table at the event. Because there was some competition. There was some competition, but theirs was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. It was just beautiful, and people were just flocking around it because it was. And we great. played the um, the challenge game. On. Played the challenge game on it, and they are going to run the great collective audition on Wednesday night and on Sunday both. And Wednesday is sold out. Sold out. Yeah. But there are three tickets as of right now that are still available. And for don't forget it. about what we said about waitlist. Get on that waitlist. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's always, and having been in this business for way too long, longer than six <laughs> years, uh, you, you have, you always have at least, at least a 10% drop day sure. of, sure. you know? And so if you've got a, if you've got a, you know, um, an event of this size, one or two tickets are going to, those seats are going to be empty. Right. You can jump right. in there if you're on the wait list. So one of the, please do. One of the dangers of having a person on a bicycle that runs around the auditorium selling beer is that one or two people will imbibe just a little too much. <laughs> they'll make their king. Right. They'll wander into the wrong hall, the wrong ballroom, you know. Hey, I'm here yeah. for free blades. This is on oh, that game at Historicon, uh, the Civil War game at midnight where you had to drink whiskey every time you charged. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nobody was playing the next morning. That sounds dangerous. So. <laughs> <laughs> the last game that uh, we have going on uh, is put on by our good friend Art Lukowski. Who oh, yeah. is our quester in Chicago, one of our questers in Chicago. The Chicago area, yeah. And he is putting on the barroom brawl at the Crying King, which he put on last year. Absolutely hilarious. You just never know what's going to happen in that game. It's awesome. Currently, it's sold out. Get on that wait list because yeah. it is so you've, worth it. You've heard us talk about this, this selling out thing. Most of these tickets were sold in the first 24 hours. 
Yes. So um, just for those who become fans or want to go to Adepticon or go to these other larger events, you know, it really is a thing to be sitting there. Um, it's like me in a few minutes. I have to be ready to uh, get in line for my tickets for, you know, how you jump on Southwest. Right. You get A over B. You know, right? <laughs> right. I could do that in a few minutes. Same thing. You, you know, it really did matter to, yeah. in some cases because some of these things sold out the first day. Sure. They did. They did. But once again, we will, we're not going to turn anybody away. And the wait list is, it does work. Yes. You know, it absolutely works. It absolutely And does. we get it. We get a copy of it. Um, and I can see it, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and so we know who's, you know, waiting the wings. We can look look them up, help them get to the right place at the right time, all that right. sort of thing, and even the day up, you know. Absolutely. So, yep. so that's the Barroom Brawl at the Crying King. And that was such a, an awesome game last year that we created an NPC in the world of Phelon right. based off of one of his, yep. one of the NPCs in that bar, which is uh, so cool. So moving on to the last thing because we're, we're right, right, on, about right on time here, yep. The, the Master Crafter competition is coming back to Adepticon. It's always one of the high points of the entire con. Uh, before, we were running it concurrently with the tournament, and we're moving away from that this year. Right. We are going to start taking, um, taking your models that you want to enter from the very start of the, of the, the con. I'm going to have the light booth set up the whole time. We'll begin taking pictures. Uh, we're going to be doing uh, best single free band or best single model, model. best free band, uh, best terrain board, best display board, and best diorama. All five. All five. Okay. And then we're going to introduce something a little new this year. If you enter your single model and you want to leave it with me, we're going to have player's choice. Uh, and people okay. are going to be able to come through and look at them. And drop their votes. Nice. So we'll have some some player. So the some, winner of a Master Crafter coin gets a Master Crafter coin. The winner of Player's Choice gets a Master Crafter coin. Oh, okay, cool. We're That's awesome. All right, I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I knew that. Yes, yes, because we talked about that previously. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great idea. Yeah. Um, but we're going to be doing that. We'll be announcing the winners of that. On Sunday, when we announce the winners of the the tournament, right, right. So yep. we'll do all of that announcing together. If you don't have to be there, if you're not there, I'm going to get all of your information We're from you, and we will get you your coin uh -huh. later on. We know that some of you are bringing in uh, models and dropping them, and you got other things going on. Some of you might even be bringing in models for a friend that wants to enter into the competition yep. and show them off. And we are happy to take we'll that. Participating in other competitions at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And, and take care of that. So Master Craft Crafter competition is on, and I know the competition is going to be fierce because it just keeps getting bigger every year. And some and good modelers you, come to this. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, you guys are just amazing. All better than I am. <laughs> low bar though it's a low bar that's well, you know. far better than I am so. alright so wrapping up folks um, we're really excited about Adepticon there's so much going on and we are really excited to see you there if you have questions about Adepticon or about any of the events make sure you hit us up on the discord right get it to all things Phelan and just give us a shout yep. or email us or use the, the contact form on the yeah. website we'll also be doing a podcast episode from Wolfpack we are yeah. Yeah, we are. So that'll be fantastic. So, folks, thank you, as always, for tuning in today, listening on whatever station or whatever you do. I know it's radio talk, right? And this is <laughs> podcast. Uh, you were talking about how good I was thinking two weeks ahead, but I'm still in last century's technology. <laughs> 
That's the wrong with that. Nope. Folks, you can always reach us about the Sleeping Grush podcast on the Discord channel, the Sleeping Grush podcast. Drop your questions, drop your comments. Make sure to drop your comments wherever it is that you're listening or on YouTube. And until next time. I've got one last oh, thing to say, right? right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so ah, here we go. We put on the Sleeping Grush podcast channel on Discord, a competition for both the intro and outro I will give. Mm-hmm. Intro still is I'm still John because we don't have a winner yet. But we do have a winner for the outro. Mm-hmm. Our good friend Tyler Beal from Iowa. Good man. Um, smoked it. By um, appealing to my lore-based nature <laughs> and uh, posted the words Sil Sakava on uh, the channel as a recommended outro, which is Faelish for fortune in battle. Um, I was pleased I recognized it immediately, <laughs> which is good because awesome. I wrote the damn thing. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, and so uh, to uh, to I used to say spike and win. But, you know, um, if you can do it and go native, why not? So uh, to close out today's podcast, episode 10. Episode 10. Silsa Kava.